What's up, team egos, and welcome to Optimize, the podcast teaching athletes how tea can optimize longevity, recovery, and performance. My name is Vince Lapalusa, and I'm a Brazilian jiu-jitsu purple belt who has been drinking tea for over 10 years now, and my mission is to teach you how to work with tea so you can recover quicker, play longer, and be more competitive in your athletic pursuits. As athletes, we don't always perceive tea and our athletic performance as going hand in hand. Well, why is that? Is it due to marketing schemes from energy drinks and pre-workout companies? Is it simply your own personal belief? Or is it because you simply see tea as hot leaf juice? Well, today, my guests, Chloe and Aaliyah from the Continua podcast and I are going to start changing your perception of tea for athletic performance and recovery by showing you tea's true power. Aaliyah is a marketing professional and previous collegiate dancer from Long Beach, California. She grew up in gymnastics, dance, and cheer. She then became a collegiate dancer at USC. She says, my body became my temple at a young age. She was fascinated by how her actions and choices could uniquely impact her body both positively and negatively. Chloe is a vitality coach based out of LA. She coaches people in movement, nutrition, sleep, mindset, and recovery. She has a BA in sports medicine from Pepperdine University and is certified as a personal trainer through the American College of Sports Medicine. In this episode, you are going to hear how a month-long experiment with raspberry leaf tea and matcha green tea changed these two ladies' perspectives on tea for athletic performance and how the right tea could change yours. So now grab your tea, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Optimized. Chloe, Aaliyah, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Hello, we're doing really well. Mm. Thank you for having us on here. Oh my gosh, of course, of course. It's, it's, I was excited for this conversation. Um, and yeah, I think we're just going to jump right into it. So what are you guys drinking today? We'll start with Chloe. I know, Chloe, you got a smoothie, so you're a little different. What are you, what are you drinking I'm, today? I'm a little different, yes, but I did add some matcha in here, so... Mm. I'm, okay. I'm in the fam. I'm in the fam. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like to do like meal replacement smoothies in the morning. Yeah. So there's vanilla plant-based protein powder, matcha, flax seeds, um, vegan yogurt. Um, what else? I usually put oats in here. Today I didn't. Okay. Um, and almond milk mm-hmm. and ice. Nice. Yes. Do you know. Oh, wait, I'm talking. Wait, I missed my fruit. Green <laughs> banana and berries. <laughs> you say you said green banana. Green banana. Yeah. So like just unripe banana. Yeah. Unripe banana. Is there a yeah. specific reason why unripe versus ripe? Yes. According to my dietitian, I guess like it, there's more, it's starchier. So it's like, it's better for my hormones. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. And last question about the smoothie. Do you know yes. the matcha? Where where'd you get the matcha from? I got it from Whole Foods. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I sure think actually I don't know their brands there. I don't I don't know much about the brands they have there, but usually probably good quality. 
Um, yeah, I mean they're expensive enough, so <laughs> hopefully it's good. Quality. <laughs> Let's hope it's good quality, or else I feel bamboozled. <laughs> oh, exactly. I'll, I'll I'll look into it for you and let you know. <laughs> please, please do. Um. All right, and Leah, what do you what do you got? You said you had two cups today. Yes, I have two cups because I, I wasn't sure what what vibe we were going for, and tea is <laughs> usually a topic of conversation, conversation starter. So I have yeah. Sincha green mm. tea. Okay. And then I also have a peach oolong tea. Okay. Um, the peach oolong is, is loose leaf. Okay. Um, and then the cincha, unfortunately, is not. So I, I already know that you're going to come for that one. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You, you came on anti, this podcast. Anti-bag. Anti-tea I know. I know. I know. I, you, I definitely you know. You came on this podcast drinking a tea bag. You're, you're asking for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yikes. Basically. But that's why I came with the, with the strong backup. Because the thing is, yeah. um, for, for me, when it comes to oolong is... I have to have food digest. Mm. So I wasn't sure if I would like, if my food was going to be settled for breakfast from breakfast or not, before I could start drinking the oolong and I wanted to have mm. a tea. So I was like, let me just make the sencha as a backup because for me, when I'm drinking oolong, I think maybe it's the caffeine or because it's a, a black tea. Like yeah. I normally get, I would get a stomach ache if I don't eat something first and I just mm-hmm. drink it. Yeah. 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 And that's, and just, that's, a, that's a thing. That's unfortunately a part of, the tea world that it, but it's also avoidable. Um, just a real quick note with that. It's that's probably due to now, I guess I'll ask you before I, I make any assumptions, how long did you steep your tea for and at what temperature? So I wish I knew the temperature, but I did okay. only do three minutes because of our conversation with you. Like yes. I, now I'm like, there I'm we go. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. it's no longer than three minutes, but I do need to take that next step to invest in a tea kettle or like the electric kettle that allows me to push what the settings are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I concur. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's really, it's really a game changer. Once you, once you're able to do that opens up the possibilities and then you can just do a little experiment because it affects the flavor too. And you'll be able to, to see what tastes the best and makes you feel the best, but, oh, super cool. Super cool. I love, I I love Sencha. Sencha is the Japanese green tea. And you said that, was that the tea bag one? Yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. Unfortunately. (laughs) Yes, it it is. My, honestly, my favorite green tea is Jim Maicha. Ah, okay. That's the one with the, with the brown rice, the toasted yeah, brown rice. Yeah, the toasted. Yeah. I think I just really like the toasty flavor of it, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the sencha for me is, it tastes like green tea, but it, I don't know. Sencha just seems so light. I, I don't really know if I can really taste it per se, mm-hmm. unless I'm brewing it wrong. Um, possibly. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't, I didn't <laughs> watch you brew it, but um, I would rec- I mean, when you get into the senchas, the loose leaf senchas, I, I would say experiment with that and you'll, you'll start to really uh, taste what the, what a true sencha is. And for anyone listening who doesn't know what a sencha is, it's a Japanese green tea that's steamed. Um, that's the unique thing about the green teas mm. from Japan is that they're steamed versus Chinese green teas. They're actually usually pan fired or pan roasted. Oh, so, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's, I mean, and there's variations, but on a general sphere, that's kind of what you're, what the differences are between the Chinese versus Japanese green teas. So, well, cool. Thank you guys for sharing that. I love that. Um, so let's, let's talk about you though. Like instead of talking about tea real, real quick, let's, let's dig into, into your background. So 
whoever wants to start first, I'd love for you guys to just share about your your backgrounds, your athletic backgrounds, tea backgrounds, whatever you guys want. Yeah, I'm assuming you want me to start, Ilya. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Pause, pause, pause. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'll start. So I have been an athlete basically my whole life. Um, I've never really combined tea with my athletic performance before, mm-hmm. um, at least intentionally. Um, I have some recipes from like my mom and my grandmother and it's just some brew like in a big pot on the stove type of thing. Yeah. Mixing, you know, ginger and uh, turmeric and sometimes even garlic, um, blueberries and lemon and just kind of making this concoction of like this big anti-inflammatory. I don't even know if I would call it a tea. (laughs) Some some like liquid, I guess. I don't know. They call it a tea, yeah. But um, that that was really like my introduction to like hot beverages, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, like I said, I've been an athlete my whole life. I mostly drink water <laughs> growing up and like sports drinks because yeah. you know that's what we were taught. Um, fast forward to my collegiate career, I ran track at Pepperdine. Um, and they really only served us Gatorade. <laughs> so water, water, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Water and Gatorade. Um, you know, which was fine, I guess. I think that there's a place for a, a, a Gatorade or a Powerade, especially if you're burning a lot of calories, um, mm-hmm. in your sport. And if you're losing a lot of sweat, so mm-hmm. you need those electrolytes. Um, and you need that like fast sugar. So like, I think there's a place for it. Um, but if you're just like in the schoolyard drinking a Gatorade, (laughs) I don't think that's very necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so now fast forward for my collegiate career, I'm a coach in movement, nutrition, sleep, recovery, mindset. And I have started a company with Aaliyah called Continua. And we are just in the business of teaching people about their health and vitality and uh, yeah, making sure that they know that it's very personal to them. And mm-hmm. we're, we're just giving them the tools to apply it to their lives. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. There's a lot, lot there I could dig into, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to pass it on to Aaliyah. Let's, let's hear from you. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm trying to think if I, if I start with the sport first, or if I start with the tea drinking experience, um, I think so sport wise, my background was I went from being a gymnast to then cheer naturally because you're still tumbling. Um, and I still got to keep that piece. And then when I went on to college, then I was a collegiate dancer. So I was on uh, Trojan Dance Force. Any Trojans listening to this podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, but to Chloe's point, connecting tea and my performance wasn't something I thought about. Ironically, though, I was a tea drinker probably since like 
maybe middle school, but my introduction to tea was because I, I was a very exploratory eater. My mom took me out to go get some sushi and they asked me if I wanted green tea. And I was just remember them walking around with like these, the cups looked really cool to me and it was steaming. And I was just like, there's, there's no little, um, I don't know, handle on the side. Like they're, they're cute little cups. I was like, I want that. I want to try that. And so I think I just started drinking tea with that and associating um, my tea drinking expands from there. And then I, when I got to college, um, I think the next step after that was I was hosting a health and, health and wellness show on campus, you know, mm-hmm. student activities and things. And I read somewhere about drinking warm water with lemon to aid with digestion and culturally how a lot of um, other places in different countries, like if they are drinking some type of beverage either before or after a meal, it was usually something warm to aid with digestion. So I did start doing that in college and I did get a lot of side eyes from my friends who are on the football team, the track team, all that. They're like, here goes Aaliyah again, like ordering water and lemon or like ordering tea at the place. And then the servers would always be looking at me like, why is this girl asking for (laughs) tea? (laughs) But again, I was only thinking of it in terms of just meal. I didn't think about it in terms of how is this helping me um, on the dance floor? How is this helping me in the gym? How is this helping me through practice? And all I drank was tea and water um, and kind of just like, well, if I'm not going to drink soda, if I'm not going to drink other things, at least I want something flavored and a box tea. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Thank you guys for sharing. That's uh, I think that's common. I think the, the perceptions that you guys are just sharing is the commonplace because that's literally was my perception as well. I, I started drinking tea in high school and even though I started to, for my athletic performance, I still had that perception of like, uh, it's still just tea. I don't, I don't know. It was, it was an altered perception and now like learning about the herbs and learning about the teas it's it's opening up that array to okay it's for me i guess instead of like the where you said yours was for aiding digestion mine was like for giving me energy so because because tea is caffeine so it's like okay it was my energy boost um and mine was to prevent me from getting sick yeah, <laughs> yeah and, that, and that's and that's so true and that's literally how people see it but now I'm, I'm realizing it's like it spans and like even these conversations it's like we were all drinking pretty much like the same drink but yet <laughs> think we have a compartmentalized geez there it is it, into like I hate this- that word <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's literally the hardest word to say <laughs> oh thank you we're <laughs> not alone here um but yeah like we've, we've done that to, to this where like for me it was energy digestion or immunity but it's like well wait a second it's this whole thing and so on top of or so with that when we first started talking about like hey like let's get on each other's podcast let's let's talk about this stuff I I kind of asked you guys to run a little experiment with yourself to to choose a tea and experiment because this was like about a month ago and I was like run with it for a month see how you feel see what's happening learn about it and go from there. So first off, what teas did we choose? And then we'll go from there. I'll go, I'll go first. Shocker. Close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I experimented with the raspberry leaf tea 
And for anyone listening to this podcast, I had overheard um, friends of mine talking about how it was helpful during menstrual cycles for women. And I, I, I wouldn't say that I, I put it at the top of the list for me trying to equate going out to get um, the raspberry leaf tea um, to alleviate any cramps or anything during, during that time. Like I had heard about it, but then of course, like most of what we are told or uh, have conversations about is just run and get ibuprofen or something like mm-hmm. something for an ap- immediate pain relief. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, because my experience with drinking tea was kind of just, I think around food and digestion. And I also didn't see it as an immediate thing. I wasn't equating raspberry leaf tea as like immediate relief. And it's like, have pain, immediate relief. Like, so I was like, oh, I don't really know if I'm going to try that. So after one, listening to your podcast and getting even more education about this whole world and plethora of tea, I was like, well, let me really try this out. And so this past month I did, and my roommate did as well. And shockingly, I don't know if it's the placebo effect, but I, I did feel <laughs> an immediate difference. Um, not necessarily like night and day of like, oh, all the pain is gone, but more or less, like I felt like my muscles were starting to relax a little bit more and I, I didn't feel as tense and I felt more, uh, calm. Interesting. And I'd like to, I guess, before we get to Chloe and your experiment, let's, let's talk a little bit more about that. What, what, when you say you felt it, like, can, can you dig into like the specific feeling parts of the body that were kind of lighting up for you or like maybe lack thereof, like weren't presenting any inflammation, any pain, like what, yeah. Yeah, what were like the sensations that, that you were experiencing? So normally I'm on the floor in pain or like, or I'm trying to run to try and I guess get blood flow circulating or just, I feel like there's so many different uh, theories and conversations that are out there just around menstrual cramps period. Mm-hmm. And with this in particular, I just tech took a couple of sips of it. And I, I immediately, instead of like my stomach feeling like it was a knots, um, it kind of just felt like, I don't want to say like nothing was happening, but I'm trying to think of how to describe this in yeah. the best terms. Um, it just, I felt like it was more like a muscle relaxer. Like, I feel like that's the biggest, the best analogy mm. that I can, I can make right now of how I felt. Like I also felt more calm mood wise and more relaxed mood wise. Normally I'm a little bit more tense and agitated and irritable for a, a variety of different reasons. And I think yeah. with drinking the tea if multiple times during that week, my experience was just drinking it and just sitting on the couch and watching TV and just chilling. Mm. And that's usually not what my experience is uh, around that. And yeah. I mean, lucky for me, when I bought the box, they sent me, I didn't even realize it. They sent me like six boxes. So, oh. <laughs> so you got a lot. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot. And I'm, and I'm actually very, I'm very happy that I, that I tried it. Um, mainly because I, the way that we were talking about our, our, or our conversation before on the previous podcast, but just being in the space of using like plants and herbs and more natural remedies, yeah. I feel more of a sigh of relief knowing that this is something that I can, co- I can go to that mm. is not harmful to me. That's going to give me some sigh of relief or um, relief from the pain instead of having to go run to like an ibuprofen or a mydol or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good to know. And Definitely important to note again that, and we mentioned this on on your podcast, um, but you can't harp on it enough about the power of herbs. 
and because as and I, maybe if we have a little time, I'll explain a, an experiment that I was running on myself uh, the last week. But we'll talk about your stuff first. And with red raspberry leaves, it's a pretty safe herb for the most part. Um, can present some issues with constipation if you drink a lot of it. Actually, uh, it does help with the digestion. But yeah, in it's really an awesome herb for for women and specifically like the astringency in it like and and this is something when it came to like the taste did it kind of like make you was it like a sour kind of taste like did it like tighten things up like in like your mouth and and whatnot well see the thing is i think i have an acquired taste for for strong things okay so to me it just it it tasted very earthy Mm, and by default something like that kind of makes me feel like at home in a very peculiar way. Like it it felt relieving and it kind of felt like, Oh, this is, this is good for me. Um, I also didn't, I didn't steep it for too long. And to your point, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't running back to have like cups of it. I had just like one, maybe eight to 10 ounce cup and I was, and I was good. And I just did it once a day for like four days in a row for me. and, And I felt a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super interesting herb. And uh, I know a lot of it's becoming super popular with women and like in their menstrual cycles and stuff like that. So something that, and that being said, if you're a man, you, it's safe for you to drink it as well. It's just <laughs> for women. <laughs> Not going to give you boobs. Don't worry. <laughs> it's that, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Cause there are Disclaimer. some herbs out there that like actually boost estrogen. And so it's right. like, well, maybe don't drink as much of that if you're a man. Um, but like specifically for women, it, it, I've heard then there's some science that backs that like it actually helps like tighten the uterine lining and can actually like strengthen your, your, uh, I can't think of like your, your reproductive system as a woman. And I think that's super interesting and obviously something I can't personally experience. So I got to ask people and see like, well, what did you experience? Like, did it happen? Like, and I don't even know what that means. Like, did it happen? Like, what is right. that even? Like, I'm, a, I'm a guy. I don't really, know honestly, means. the question is more so: Did it not happen? Oh, right. Like, did okay. you did you not get any cramps? Did you not PMS? Did you not uh, get irritable? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and I would Those say that it was less. It was definitely less. Yeah. I feel like I want to. I want to yeah. approach this kind of like clinical trials beyond just a month, or like. I mean, and like for multiple months of, do I, and I need to look at some studies and research on it of, do I start drinking it a couple of days before leading up to, if I know, Mm. you know what I mean? Is it better Mm -hmm. if I'm doing it in the morning or in the evening? And I'm pretty sure there's like a routine or ritual or it's the best time to, to drink it. But I think with, with this in particular, I just went in blindly with it and wanted to just see, okay the pain is on. (laughs) Is this going to work for me and help me feel better? And it did. So now that I have that checked off, now I want to progress to the next step and now try to see and like, again, look at research. Should I start before? Should I drink in the morning? Mm. Should I drink in the evening? Like I want to do all those different things over the next couple months. And I have six boxes. So yeah, yeah. maybe (laughs) you got plenty of time. I got plenty. (laughs) Got it. Exactly. Awesome. So Chloe, let's uh, let's talk about your little yeah. experiment so first off what, what were you drinking so i was pretty much consistently drinking matcha okay i yeah. love it matcha is one of my yeah arguably my favorite and, and i will tell you why i will tell you yeah. why yeah so in my experience drinking teas or, or, or herbal teas anything having to do with tea mm-hmm. i usually drink to prevent myself from getting sick, number one, 
or number two, to calm down. I've always been against any like performance enhancing supplements or drugs, quote unquote, or anything to like give me energy to help me perform better. And I I gotta dig into that. I'm not really sure why I have a problem with that. Yeah. But like I've never had caught like I don't drink coffee. I hardly ever drink anything with caffeine in it. And I've always been that way. And I think it's almost like a pride thing for me. Like, no, I can do that. The performance that I gave was all me. Mm. Like nothing, nothing helped me do it. Like I did it all by myself. And I think that's the mentality that I've always had. Like I want to do it just from the capabilities of my own body and my mind, you know? Yes. And so, so I decided, okay, let me experiment with a tea or with like a supplement or, you know, a powder that is known to give you energy. And so that's why I decided on matcha. Yeah. And that's a good point too. And that's super important to note because as I think if you're a healthy individual, you can get the power and the energy that you need from yourself, like Mm -hmm. without supplementation, without this. Mm -hmm. I just also think as athletes, we are doing ourselves a disservice if we don't know about this and at least experience it and know because one obviously we can overdo it with tea there's there is a limit tea can be bad for you if we want it to yes and especially the caffeinated tea it's there's we know that caffeine can be bad for us but at the same time like why wouldn't we work with these herbs and work with these teas to to like level ourselves up a little, like just give mm-hmm. ourselves just a little bit, just so that we can like have maybe a little bit more motivation, a little bit more like easily, easier recovery. Like, yeah, my body's going to recover from this inflammation, from this soreness. Well, in like seven days, like, well, why don't, if I drink this tea, maybe it'll be in three days. I don't know. That's yeah. That's and we could thought. go into a whole conversation yes. about that because Definitely. like, should tea be on the list of, of, of banned supplements, like for professional mm. athletes, you know, like, Interesting. I mean, we could totally go into that conversation because we don't know how much, it, like, how is that an even playing field? If everyone's taking different amounts, like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea, but I think yeah. it's a, it would be an interesting thing to look into. Definitely. Um, but yeah, let's, so let's hear about your, your matcha experience. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with all that being said, because I never intake caffeine at all, obviously it's going to play a big part in my day now. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, it affected me. It affected <laughs> me. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know even whether to say it affected me positively or negatively. I'm not quite sure what I should say about that, but it definitely had an effect on my body. And, um, so I started drinking it probably like in the late morning, like maybe like 10, 11, something like that. Mm -hmm. And my experiment was really like towards the end of the day because, um, so I sprained my ankle and I'm going in, I'm going to physical therapy and my, uh, my physical therapy sessions are really intense. Like I am like a D one athlete again. (laughs) 
and it feels amazing, but like, it is so much energy that I'm having to, to emit out of my body after every session yeah. So or during every session. So I was, I wanted to see like, oh, is the matcha going to like play a role in like my energy levels? Like, will it help me like perform better in my, in, you know, PT? Mm-hmm. And it did. <laughs> it definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. My PT sessions are about two hours. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of it, like I'm tired, but I'm like, yes, like give me more, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, so yeah. So, I mean, I guess the conclusion is that, yeah, matcha definitely does, I mean, enhance my energy levels at least. I don't know. And then I guess in turn enhances my performance levels. Mm. Um, Also my like alertness. Um, I was definitely like, like honed in more on like my work, um, and, and my workouts. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, Mm -hmm. I think because I never drink caffeine, I'm like, my body is really sensitive to it. So at night I'm still wired. (laughs) Okay. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still very wired. I was going to bed like way later than I normally do like 11, 12, one. Cause I'm yeah. like, I'm still up. I can't, <laughs> like, I am not tired right now. <laughs> what, and sorry, what time did you, were you drinking the matcha around? Like 10, 11, 12. Okay. 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Cause the, the half-life of caffeine. Um, and for you guys know like what the half-life of, of things are. Well, I thought it was eight hours. Yeah. It's it, it is. Um, but yeah. that being said, it's still like, you're still gonna have caffeine, obviously in your system and if you're someone who's never really experienced caffeine you're choosing matcha is, a, is an interesting one to just jump right into. she I jumped know. right into it. i know <laughs> like, i did i did so, I, I feel matcha not like i'm a tea drinker and i'm very oh specific gosh. around like okay it's too late like i'm not as i love the taste but it's a no for me or else i'm gonna be up well like i didn't two think 10 a.m was too late you know what i mean like that yeah. is that's the very beginning of my day you know so yeah so now like if i I mean, I probably will continue to drink matcha because I really enjoy it. Um, I just have to be a little bit more aware as to when I like start and stop drinking it. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a, it's important to note because and yeah. I, I agree. Like matcha is still one of those where like this morning before my workout, I had my girlfriend make me a matcha. I'm just like, can you make me a matcha real quick? And she's like, yeah. And I, I tasted it. I'm like, how much did you put in here? And she's like, I don't know. I just poured it in. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a day. Cause I'm like, I am energized. Like I just, yeah. taste, I'm like, this so, is a lot. Like so the like, amount is, obviously matters too. And I definitely so. was putting like a hefty amount because <laughs> I put it in a smoothie. And so like, I want to uh, taste it, you know? So yeah. I will admit to that as well. Like I'm putting like a tablespoon. <laughs> that's a lot. That's, yeah. that, that's a lot yeah. when, a, when a, about a yeah. teaspoon is, is the recommended. Yeah. And <laughs> but then I wouldn't, I wouldn't taste it then. <laughs> Don't you want to taste the matcha? Uh, I do. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm just saying like this, it's good that you know this stuff. Cause this is the experiment of, of yourself. And, and this, is, this is the thing. And the cool thing about like these, these teas and these herbs is typically like they're regarded as safe. Um, obviously mm-hmm. for caffeine sensitive people, um, it can have effects, can affect sleep and whatnot, depending on how late you drink it. But, um, these, I mean, these herbs and teas, they're, they're not, it's not like they're poison. Like clearly people have been of drinking them for thousands and thousands of years and, and 
thriving off of it. And I think it's super interesting with matcha. That's where the traditional uh, samurai, like the, or the, the traditional matcha ceremony that they do in Japan started because samurai would drink it before they go into battle. And there we go. Yeah, literally, it was their pre-workout. <laughs> that makes sense. It was right. their, like they had a ceremony, and there was obviously a very spiritual ceremony of like right. because they're going to death basically, and they mm. they were giving up their their life. But matcha would be a part of that, and they would go, they would drink this elixir, and then they would go to battle. Well, that's because too, they had this crazy focused energy right. like, that like you're honed in, like you said, you got like you're able to just focus and like be technical and like yeah, it's. I love, I love matcha. <laughs> you know what I almost yeah. wish I would have did um, in, in this conversation with the two of you is, yes, I did red, red raspberry leaf tea, but mm-hmm. what I almost think that I should have done is I should have focused more on trying to find a tea for recovery because Chloe did hers for the performance. And I can almost imagine the way that we're having this conversation around changing the perception of tea, especially in athletics the easiest way in my mind, this is my personal opinion to introduce it would probably be through recovery. Like someone may be more adept to to receiving and trying to experiment and um, be more receptive towards the effects of it during the recovery phase. And then taking that next step towards um, all the different types of, of teas or herbal teas and herbs in general for performance. But I wish, I wish I tested recovery and did the opposite of of, yeah. of chloe i mean mm. to be honest i i kind of see well i see recovery it's like I, I break things up obviously it's like longevity recovery and performance that's what this podcast is that's kind of how i break up teas mm-hmm. and even within that i think that there are still subcategories to that mm-hmm. whereas like the recovery a big part of recovery is sleep Look, we all know that mm-hmm. you need your eight hours of sleep. There's right. science, there's multiple science reports that are just like, Hey, everyone sleep eight hours. It's super important for your body. Um, so it's like, we have the herbs for sleep, but at the same time, I would say I would almost put red raspberry leaf in that recovery because like, if you're not able, if you're so bogged down because of your period, then I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard to mm. say. It's, it's, yeah. it's a weird one where like there, there are definitely, it's not that strict, like black or white, like yeah. these are recovery. This is longevity. Like this is the form it's they things mix. And, and the beauty of tea, there's so many compounds in tea too. It's like mm-hmm. you're drinking matcha for your performance, but it's like, it is also, it's an anti-inflammatory. It's right, known right, to, right. to lengthen your, t- your telomeres, which is for your longevity for anti-aging. Like, so let's be honest, they, they, they all cover the span of the entire realm of, of that, like longevity recovery and performance, but you can experiment with like, and, and I think that's right. the, the thing is, is finding that intention mm-hmm. and working with the intention as well as the herb. So it's like, absolutely. What are you doing there? So yeah, I was going to say for the red raspberry, I would probably consider it as a recovery tea as well. <laughs> well, just if you think about it, like your pe- like your body thinks that you are going to have a baby. So there's That's a lot it. of stuff going on <laughs> in your body during that time. Yeah. So your right. body's working on overload, you know? Right. So why not intake something that will help kind of like either help your body through that process or help it recover after that process. Mm-hmm. 
that makes sense. And, and I, I can see both of your points with that, of drawing that correlation between the two. I guess I also kind of just separated the recovery period for time of the month from my activity or like my performance mm. when they, they do coincide. Cause there's definitely been times where I'm like, I can't even practice. Like I, mm. I can't, I can't work out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working out. Yeah. Today. This is why I, I really like, enjoy, or having women on who like work with women with this specific thing, mm. because they, they can speak to it better because working for athletic performance, especially women athletes, I've heard multiple times that like, you got to work with your cycle for like, even how intense your workouts are for like the mm-hmm. different phases and different cycles. And it's, that's something that's way above my head. And that's why I like to have people on this to learn about that stuff. But still, it's yeah. something that I don't, it, for me, I wake up, my testosterone's high. So it's like, all right, go to the gym. And then my <laughs> testosterone tapers off. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, relax at night. And it's, yeah. it's just easier like for, for that. Or it's like, that's just every day for me. That's like how my day is. But also, I mean, we, this is recent news. This is like new news for most women. Most, probably 99.9% of women don't even know that there are four phases in a menstrual cycle. Yeah. Like that's that's a a very big problem, you know? So everything that you're saying, we kind of used to do the same thing. Wake up, go to the gym. Even if we're cramping like crazy, just yes. work through the workout. It's fine. Lift as much as you did, you know, during the other parts of your cycle. Totally fine. No consequences, mm-hmm. which is like completely false. Yeah. Totally false. Yeah. Just so we're, we're really starting to learn about, you know, the intensity of your workouts, depending on which phase you are in your cycle. And, you know, rest and recovery is just as important depending on which phase of your cycle you're in. Like it's, Mm-hmm. you can really use it to your advantage if you know what you're doing. Yeah. I know. It's Programming just a, wise. It's, it's just a, another shitty thing that women have to think about and work with. <laughs> it's, it's seriously like, it sucks because I can't imagine if I had to think like, okay, this week I have to change all my work. It's like, you can't get into a routine. Like, and I don't, you I don't know. Can. You just need a plan. Vince. Yeah. This you need a plan. A plan. Yeah, yeah it, that's from the programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you have a program. That's why it's important to have a program. Talk, talk, and... with, uh, talk with Chloe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally not plugging myself in right now at all. Yeah, no, but this... you should. <laughs> you should because for real. Like this, and this is like why. Like from my perspective, if I was a woman, I'd be panicking hearing this. I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is what I'm gonna have to deal with now. Like I have to think about all these different things like where am I in my cycle I have to be tracking this stuff and it's it's a lot and it's it's not it's it's hard it's hard and and I'm saying that from my perspective where I don't have to deal with it (laughs) so I say that I'm gonna log off maybe I mean I would say empathy absolutely yeah we appreciate the empathy very much so (laughs) I would definitely say like if anyone if any woman is listening to this who has no idea the four phases of a menstrual cycle, mm-hmm. I would say like, start with tracking that. Yeah. So on the first day of your period, that's the first day of your menstrual cycle. Mm. And then just see how long it, how long it is. Yeah. That that's like, that's already a really good place to start. Cause some, some women don't even know, like, am I going to get my period today or is it tomorrow? Is it the next day? I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> and then a lot of women are irregular. So mm. that's like a whole other, <laughs> 
that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I have a regular period. Sometimes I spot sometimes I, like, I mean, ugh. yeah. And that all goes back to hormones. It yeah. all comes back to hormones and what you're eating and, or if you're not eating enough, like all of that affects your estrogen levels, your progesterone levels, your testosterone levels. Yeah. Yeah. So. And for the men listening to this one, know this, <laughs> know this so you can help your girlfriend out. And if you don't have exactly. a girlfriend so that you can get a girlfriend so that you, can, <laughs> yeah. so that you understand her. Yeah, seriously. It's uh, and know that mood levels are very normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. It's a, uh, it's something that's important for both, both men and women. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. So, okay. So in regards to the perception of tea, since starting this this whole experiment for yourself, how has your guys' perception kind of changed? I would say my perception changed from listening to your podcast oh. <laughs> first. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, my, my perception changed from listening to your, your podcast. And I think that kind of was the cherry on top to push me towards the direction of wanting to experiment with the red raspberry leaf, but also with others. Like, so there's a couple other teas that, I mean, briefly taking it back to the women's reproductive cycle that I'm Mm -hmm. experimenting with for my different phases. So next month I'll be trying, um, a blend. I'm probably butchering it at some point. I'll get up and try and get the information so I can tell you which herbs it actually is, but, um, I'm experimenting with different blends during different weeks. So over the four week period to see how that's going to impact my cycle when I look at it from those four different phases. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think from listening to your podcast, I have so much more of an appreciation for choosing the tea and yes, letting go of the tea bags. I was already, I was already like loose leaf. Like I, I was, I'll be honest, I was a little bit judgy with the tea and considered a tea snob to my friends because they would bring out certain brands at places. And I'm like, this isn't real tea. Yeah, I'm just trash. like, they don't, yeah, they're <laughs> like, oh, we have tea. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, <laughs> no, you don't. But that being said, now that I really understand more about it from listening to your podcast, there's more of an intention behind my choice and me being very selective with the types of teas that I'm drinking and, uh, and how I'm drinking them. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, my perception in general, I think from just saying all of this is I have more of an appreciation. I think I'm more intentional about it. And it's not just because of how I feel. There's science to back it up. And I think that's the coolest thing about it. And even hearing the history of mm-hmm. some of these different teas, it's just for me, I'm just like, whoa, that's crazy. This is so cool. This is such interesting information. So I'm nerding out on all of that right now by way of your podcast. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. How about you, Chloe? Um, I would say that I'm actually more so basing it off of how I feel and not really the science because I'm used to doing the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but the science says this, even though I feel differently. <laughs> um, so now I'm actually like tapping into myself a little bit more. Um after drinking the tea and just, just seeing how I feel. Yeah. Um, or smoothies in my case, (laughs) I like, I like, I enjoy tea, but I still feel like the hot, like hot tea. I prefer to have at night, um, Mm -hmm. to help me wind down. Yeah. And then like pre-workout, 
I like I like cold. So that's that's just how I feel about it right now, I guess. Yeah. It could definitely change. And the more information I know, the the more it will probably change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and like Aaliyah said, like I'll continue to listen to your podcast to, you know, learn learn more about it all. And I think that yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. That's where I am right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, and the, the cool part about this is I would say, I mean, they call it the tea journey because it's like, it's literally a journey. You guys talk about journeys all the time on, on your <laughs> podcast. I mean, that's a, that's, that's your thing. And it's, and it's true. Cause like once I started actually having the intention of getting to learn about tea and not just kind of just throwing a tea bag into boiling water and just sipping on this bitter crap for a full day and just being like, well, this is healthy. <laughs> it's like actually setting the intention to learn about it. It's it opens up the path and just the opportunity to learn so much more. And it's it's super incredible. So super exciting for me to hear this from you too, because it's just like, yeah, I'm excited for you. You're the, you're the, the things you're about to learn and like the experiments you're about to do for yourself. And I'll just do like the quick, the quick spark notes version of the experiment I ran on, on myself. Yeah. Um, this was with, if anybody follows me on TikTok, they already know about this. <laughs> I'll plug myself on TikTok. TikTok uh, first. <laughs> but I did an experiment with mugwort tea. If you guys ever heard of, of that. So it's a psychoactive tea. Now, not to a point where you're like high or you're ex- like tripping out or anything like that. It's a very mild psychoactive tea. Um, but supposedly there is, it was traditionally used for, for meditation and for dreaming. And now with lucid dreaming uh, and specifically for lucid dreaming, if you're familiar with that. And my fiance and I are kind of obsessed with lucid dreaming. (laughs) Yeah. It's super cool. It's such a fat. Yeah. It's so fascinating. I I got super into it um, in college and recently I'm getting back into it because actually for, if you want to tie it back to athletics and to like other things, if you lucid dream, if you're able to like actually fully lucid dream, which means you're able to control your dream state and you're able to manipulate the dream world basically, because it's your mind, like your dreams Mm -hmm. are your mind. So once you're aware of your dreams, you can change your mind. Um, There are people that say you can actually learn and get better at skills when you're in this lucid dreaming state. So it's like, okay, well, if I can do that, and if there's a tea that can maybe help, sweet, awesome. I would love to, I would love to try it. So I was like, well, I'll give myself a week. And I knew that there was like some warnings with this tea. So I was like, well, there's nothing crazy. Like, don't drink this tea, you'll die. It was more just like, hey, be cautious. Like, don't consume too much. Just, yeah, be aware. Like, okay. So I tried it. And I will say, uh, spoiler alert, never was able to lucid dream. I did question <laughs> at times in my dream. Where I, I was like, I was close, I think. And the, the it was supposed to go for a week. I actually cut it short um, because there were side effects that I didn't know, but they hmm. started to come up. Uh, for example, Such as, yeah. yeah, I it carried over into the, so every night I drank my tea right before I went to bed and then I'd go to sleep have my extremely vivid dreams. They were all very vivid. And then I'd wake up, record my dreams, talk about it on TikTok. 
And then, oh my God, I um, and then I would just go about my day. Well, what started happening is like this after the second or third day of doing this, I started like really. So every morning I meditate as well. I was meditating and my meditations were extremely vivid. Like I visualize during these meditations and they were very vivid. I was like, oh, cool. It's kind of carrying over into my meditations. Awesome. So that was kind of fun. But on the flip side, what made me decide against continuing is I've was experiencing a dissociation where I legitimately felt separate from my body mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I felt like throughout the whole day, specifically at night, like the longer the day or as the day went on, it got worse. And I was like, this is like, I just, I was disconnected from activities I was doing. I wasn't able to fully be present because I was like, what's happening on top of that. When I did force myself to go to the gym, because I was still like, go to the gym, whatever you're fine. Like maybe getting like sweating out this stuff will, will help. I was getting super fatigued very quickly Mm. and my heart rate was like would like skyrocket and Mm. i would get lightheaded and i was like okay after four days i I called it quits i'm like this is not doing me a justice i think Mm. so this goes to the this shows the power like again we've talked about it on this podcast already like the power of herbs right be cautious um yeah I would say if you're going to experiment with things, talk with a doctor beforehand. That's coming from me where I did not. I just went for it. Um, uh, but I'm low-key curious about this now. And, oh, God, I, know, I, really I, I know. And I tell, I tell people I this. I really this want is... to experiment with this now. Exactly. And I'm like, I should I not be telling people this? Because everyone's like, oh, I think I'm going to go buy some now. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like, well, if you hurt I'm yourself, like, that's no, not on me. You definitely enticed me. I'm so curious. It It is. And again, if... First of all, this is for informational use only. Do not, do not follow in, in <laughs> disclaimer. my tracks. disclaimer. Do not follow in my tracks. Whatever I do for myself is for myself and myself only. Um, yeah. And if anybody does experiment with any tea or any herb, go to your doctor, talk about it first, especially if you're on medications, especially if you're pregnant, especially like these, if you're, um, if you're young, these are things not to mess around with. So that, that totally. on a serious note. But at the same time, like, yeah, if, if you feel comfortable, like, you know, your body, you, you're going to work with your doctor or yeah. talk about it, try it, like, see, see what it's like. It's not, again, it's not one of those herbs that you're going to, you're going to die on. Oh, I guess of I course, say that. Of course. Maybe I'll edit and that I out, think but... the, be- the better, you know, your the better, you know, your body and the more like you're in tune with your body, mm-hmm. the easier it will be to recognize if this herb or this supplement or whatever is good for you or like, mm-hmm. mm, maybe I need to lay off of it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and this is so and, that's yeah oh no I was just gonna say that's why like I'm curious about it because I do I feel like I do I'm very in tune yeah so I'll rec I'll recognize pretty immediately like oh am I like feeling like loopy or like am I feeling lackadaisical because of this mm-hmm. if I am okay I guess I should probably stop yeah <laughs> you know yeah and the but reason- it's just yeah. curiosity killed the cat you know <laughs> exactly and like kind of the reason I bring this up is one I think it's the way to to learn from these things, especially with tea, you're gonna have to experiment a little bit because yes. you can learn all the all the science you want until you start seeing how the teas interact with yourself because you are an individual that re- will react differently to these teas and herbs. Until you start seeing what works for you and what doesn't work for you, that's when you're gonna start really optimizing these 
performances and longevities and recoveries. Cause there are some herbs that work for me that will not work for you. Yeah. And like, I think that's kind of like the theme of, of this is like, you guys worked with, you did your, your experiments. I did my experiment and I'm going to keep doing experiments with these teas, like more intentional. And I think like, that's the thing is being intentional with your tea consumption as well as just like, I guess it's really just mostly intentional and thoughtful practice experiment really. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you the, the herbs that are in the, the tea that I was mentioning. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. So the, there's ginger and dandelion root in one. Mm-hmm. And then the other one has yellow dock, burdock and ginger. Yeah. Um, the other one has, let's see, what does this other one say? I'm mispronouncing this. C-E-R-A-S-E-E. C-E-R-A-S. Saracee? Saracee? It's on. I've never heard of that herb before. I'm going to write that one down because I actually don't know that one either. So Saracee and ginger. And then, yeah, I think that's that's the, that's that the, last, is that the last one. Yeah, that's the last one. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll get you back on the podcast to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, awesome. Well, Chloe, Aaliyah, this has been incredible. Um, I really appreciate, (laughs) I really appreciate you guys actually like working with these teas and like, yeah, seeing what the heck happens and, and trying these out for yourself. Um, I guess first and foremost, give yourself a plug and like, let people know where they can learn more. People got to check out your podcast as well, but learn more about everything that you guys do. Yes. Chloe, you want to take it or you want me to take it? Sure. I'll take it. So first of all, thank you Vince for having us. This was so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you can find Aaliyah and myself on Instagram at the continua. Um, You can find us on our podcast, uh, the continua vitality podcast. Um, or you can link up with us uh, via email, connect at the continua.com. C O N T I N U A. Yes. The continua. And all that, yes. yes, all that will be in the show notes as well. All about so. the health journey. You got the TV journey, and we're talking about the health journey. The health journey. Yes. yes. The, as, as I like to always say, you guys got like the 90%. I, I'm taking that. I'm taking that little sliver. I'm taking that little sliver of ten percent. Listen, that, I'm I'm Take here it. for it. I, I'm literally here for it. I have plugged your podcast so many different times, and people are not surprised because they've been like, "Here goes Leah and her tea again," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yes, finally something." Like that's why Chloe told me she's like, "This is so Leah." Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate this. I, I appreciate hearing you guys your this journey. Like I said, I'm super excited for the tea journey ahead of you because yeah, uh, I'll give you a spoiler alert. You're pr- probably never going to stop now <laughs> you're probably just going <laughs> to constantly be be thinking about these uh, for, for sure and for uh, sure i'm excited to to be checking in with you always to to see how it's going but thank you guys yes. so much thank, thank you, you for thank having you. us thanks for tuning in to today's episode remember to check the show notes for all links if you want to optimize your longevity recovery and performance then join our free optimized Facebook group now so you can interact with other athletic tea lovers and learn from their experiences. 
All you have to do is click the link in the show notes and follow the prompts. Thank you for being here and have a beautiful day.